Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Today we're going to go over what can only be described as a plea for prayers of the faithful by an important figure within the Fraternal Society of St. Peter. Officially, the FSSP have said that they are not being summoned to Rome to face the heat from the Congregation for Divine Worship and its head, a bishop by the name of Roche, that has a history of hostility towards all things sacred tradition, but especially towards the traditional liturgy. While they have denied that they are being summoned to Rome, they have put out an official request for prayers from the lay faithful in this time, as rumors swirl of the FSSP being the targets of visitations in the near future from the Vatican, in order to ensure that they are not harboring secret schismatics or teaching the truth about Vatican II. I have some news on that today and similar fronts for you, and the formal request itself from the FSSP for your prayerful support. Let's start with the letter. It's officially addressed to the members of the Confraternity of St. Peter, which, according to their website, quote, is a sodality of members who wish to unite themselves to the priestly fraternity of St. Peter, the FSSP, and aid in the work of the FSSP, primarily by their prayers, end quote. According to Merriam-Webster, a sodality is a, quote, one, a brotherhood or community, or, two, an organized society or fellowship specifically, a devotional or charitable association of Roman Catholic laity, end quote. So, in other words, the Confraternity of St. Peter is a community or lay organization for devotional and charitable work within the Church. So here is the request from the FSSP in full. Confraternity Message from Father Rayner, FSSP Dear members of the Confraternity, The modu proprio Traditionis Custodis and its accompanying letter from Pope Francis have shocked us all. We have not yet been informed of any definitive decisions regarding the future of the priestly fraternity of St. Peter and its apostolates. Even though the first reactions of various bishops have been rather reassuring and have not involved any significant restrictions, nevertheless, in the coming weeks various bishops' conferences will discuss the matter on the occasion of this modu proprio and possibly take decisions that will be groundbreaking for us. The Roman Congregation for Religious Orders, which in the future will be responsible for us instead of the Ecclesia Dei Commission, will also begin its work in a few weeks, and will also make the decisions concerning the priestly fraternity of St. Peter. For these decisions, which are important for us and which bishops and cardinals will make in the near future, I would like to ask you, as the closest confidants of our fraternity, most sincerely for your prayers. Through your prayers, let us consciously place the future of the priestly fraternity of St. Peter in the hands of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Her intercession and maternal protection will lead the fraternity in the future in a way that is in accordance with the divine will. For this purpose, I would like to create the so-called Living Rosary. For this purpose, we have created a simple homepage, which you can find at website listed, and register there. In the columns of the table, you will find numbers 1 to 30 which stand for the 30 days of the coming month of September. Each day is divided into sections of 20 minutes, from 0 to 2400 hours Central European time, in which two people can sign in with a simple click. With the first click, the corresponding field turns yellow and the number 1 appears. Once a yellow field is clicked, another person can click on it again. Then the field turns green and the number 2 appears. The goal is for each field to appear green, that is, 
or at least two people to pray the rosary during the corresponding period. If you make a mistake and would like to pray the rosary at another time, you can click on the box another time and your entry will be deleted. With your help, the rosary will be prayed without interruption during the month of September. Since there are about 8,000 members in the confraternity of St. Peter worldwide, not all of them can register in this table. But even if all the fields of the table are already set to green, I would like to ask all the other members of the confraternity who could not register to participate by praying at least one rosary. The times of the table rows are given according to Central European time, which is Berlin. Each member should calculate the time difference himself according to his place of residence. I would ask that the American members predominantly adopt the European night hours. Not all members of the confraternity have internet access or can be reached by email. If you know of any such members, I would ask that you pass this prayer request on to them. It would be beautiful if we could succeed in continuously assailing heaven, with about 8,000 rosaries prayed during the month of September. Each rosary should be prayed with the following intention. We pray for our Holy Father and for all the bishops, as well as those in authority in the church who will have to make significant decisions regarding the priestly fraternity of St. Peter in the near future. We pray for all the priests and seminarians of the priestly fraternity of St. Peter, that they may continue to carry out their ministry in the church with fidelity, reverence, and obedience, giving guidance to the faithful through a clear ecclesial and humble attitude. We pray for all the faithful in our apostolates and for all the people attached to the traditional mass, that they will not lose heart, but will be able to accept this time of trial and with the help of God's grace, come out of it stronger. United in Prayers, Father Stefan Rayner. Chaplain General of the Confraternity of St. Peter, dated August 27, 2021. I would suggest doing one better. Anyone who is not a member of this confraternity can pray in unison with these intentions, but I would also like people to pray for an end to internal squabbling among traditionally-minded Catholics, at least during this particular mess until it's sorted out. And no, I'm not denying that there are important points of discussion that need to be had among the various different groups. And those can be done with respect, and they sh they're important. They should continue. But this sort of internal animosity has got to at least be put on hold for now. Things are getting pretty rough. Now, if you want to read the letter and see the web link they have for the confraternity sign-up, you can find the letter and all other sources for this video linked in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with a .org at the end. Just look for the post with today's episode title, and you'll find the links there. One thing is for certain, the Vatican's war on tradition has not ended at all. It's going to pick up steam again, and the early warnings come in the form of the dismissal of the papal liturgist, Monsignor Guido Marini, who has been appointed the Bishop of Tortona, and had served as the Master of Pontifical Ceremonies. For details on this, we go to Catholic News Agency, and it gives you an idea of why this is so noteworthy. Pay attention to dates and names here. Quote, Marini, who has been in charge of papal liturgy since his appointment by Benedict XVI in 2007, was on August 29th named Bishop of Tortona, a diocese of around 280,000 people. Marini, 56, grew up near Tortona in the city of Genoa, where he served as chief liturgist for four years. The soon-to-be bishop has degrees in canon and civil law. Prior to his appointment to the Vatican, he was chancellor of the Archdiocese of Genoa and a spiritual director in the seminary. Since 2019, Marini has also been responsible for the Sistine Chapel Choir. According to a biography by the Vatican, 
From his priestly ordination to today, he has also carried out his ministry in the field of preaching spiritual exercises, spiritual direction, accompaniment of some youth groups, and as a spiritual assistant of some religious communities. End quote. Some names for possible replacements come later in the article, but it's pure speculation at this point. Reports are that Monsignor Marini was a defender of the Unicorn Mass, the Reverend Novus Ordo, and believed in having some of those Tridentine practices added in, like Gregorian chant, reverent reception of Holy Communion, liturgically appropriate music, you know, the kind of things that no longer fly in the Vatican of the Church of the Springtime of the New Advent. These kinds of promotions are precisely what I've been waiting to see happen, and I expect to see some of the more traditionally-minded American bishops get promoted to places where they can cause less trouble for the real implementation of Traditionis Custodis in America. At the same time that this is happening, we have a new schedule for Masses at St. Peter's Basilica. A few months ago, I reported that St. Peter's felt like a tomb to most visitors, since Mass was held to a rather tight schedule. Then the Archpriest of the Basilica relented and permitted a few additional Masses. Now it's gotten worse, with likely only two Masses each day in Italian permitted at the Basilica. Again from Catholic News Agency. Headline, Pope Francis makes changes to Vatican's chapter of St. Peter. Now, much of this article focuses on reforms for the group in question that have had their share of financial woes in recent years. The author really buries the most important part of this story, though, which is this, quote, The reform of the chapter of St. Peter is happening alongside a reform of the organization and schedule of St. Peter's Basilica. Pope Francis forbid private masses in the upper part of the basilica earlier this year. Cardinal Mauro Gambetti, the new archpriest, wants to go further and have only two masses per day in Italian, broadcast by the Vatican Communication Service. End quote. Two masses a day, and possibly the most important building for the, ma- for the mass in the entire church. That's astonishing. That tells you a lot about the priorities of Paca Papa Francis. More worldly concerns and less of that silly mass stuff. That seems to be the message he's sending to the world, and so, again, I suggest you join in for the prayer intentions of the FSSP as expressed in that letter. A week or two ago, I shared a similar letter from the Superior General of the SSPX and their request for prayer intentions. The message seems to be clear. Pray for the preservation of sacred tradition and the traditional liturgy, and pray for the church in this storm. But that should be obvious. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please. Are these things all part of a larger move in the church against tradition? Let me know and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.